All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Need some tickets for concerts, sporting events, anything you want, anything you would need tickets for, go to SeatGeek.com for all your ticket needs. Use promo code John Scott, all one word. You get 20 bucks off your order, no matter what your order is. Order could be 5 bucks, they'll send you $15. How cool <laughs> is that? Go to SeatGeek.com for all your ticket needs. Promo code John Scott for $20 off. Hello, everyone. Welcome to an impromptu episode of Dropping the Gloves with John Scott. Tim's back from Boston. What up? Looking freshly married or eloped, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Sam's back in the in the fold. Still upset that I wasn't invited to the wedding, but that's okay. He had a positive reception from last week, so we brought him back. And as always, the man behind the mix tables, Larry's here. Sorry, everyone. Oh, Larry, we love you. <laughs> so, the reason I say an impromptu podcast is because we filmed one me and sam we had a one-on-one sit down walter cronkite style 60 minutes but during editing apparently (laughs) i was getting a little racist somehow i don't know i need to review the tapes but that we had to throw the episode away i guess it got a little too what were what do you think larry what was it a little too I already don't. I don't know. What was the subject? What were you guys talking about? We were about? talking about Sam's army escapades overseas. And escapades is a very bad word to use, but. There was lots of figure skating. Ice yeah. Skates. No, it, I feel Sam, like I'm going to have to cut this out already. Why? <laughs> You're just like, I was too racist on the last <laughs> Everyone episode. Everyone wants to know. I can't release it. Why? This is fine. I wasn't overtly <laughs> racist. I chose no, the wrong words when trying to describe something. About I'm just a terrorist. Now people are going to think it was like way worse than it no, really was. No, we were discussing it really Afghan, wasn't bad. Yeah. the ISIS, and um, what are they called? The hijabs? Or I'm doing it again. <laughs> I'm doing it again. The headdresses. <laughs> the, the shemag. The shemag. I called them a headdress, but its proper term is a shemag. And so we were talking about if, when you're at war, you try to take trophies home, like they did in World War II and World War I, where they would take Nazi helmets or paraphernalia, and Sam was saying how the army really cracked down and checked your bags, and he got caught with a flashbang grenade and this duffel bag, and there was a whole thing. And I might have misspoke about, I called it a headdress, but it is a shemag. So, and there's probably a few other things, but we decided to just to scrap the whole episode. It wasn't my decision, it was Larry's. It's my fault, and I'm sorry. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't 
go as far to say it was racist. It was just 2019 racist. It was, yes. A it social, was it PC? We would have been inundated with emails from <laughs> AOC saying we are being racist and they should shut us down. So you've got an ongoing war against the PC police right now, don't I you? do. Yep. An ongoing um, podcast war. It's an uphill battle, but we're fighting it. I fire shots as, as often as I can. I feel like you are a PC police, Tim. I am not. I'm so far the other way. Prove it. Say something racist right no. now. <laughs> no. <laughs> but anyway, so we, we, we decided to do a quick podcast on the fly here. And I enjoyed last week that we didn't talk about hockey too much. It was, it was a refreshing podcast. So we might touch on it a little this time. You know what was disappointing, though? You got a bunch of tweets being like, oh, last week's episode was the best ever, like, best one. I loved it. And it was the first one in six months that I haven't been on. So I know. That was a little bit of a bruise, but whatever. It should be a wake-up call. Yeah. Got to step up my game. Maybe, yeah. Let's try to shake it up a little bit, Tim. And never yeah. go back to Boston. Yeah. Or go back to Boston more. The podcast yeah. will be super successful. I'll sacrifice for the People team. love Sam. I'm a lovable guy. He's, He's a got hero. That calming voice. He's a hero. Hero to the droppingthegloves.com with John Scott. He's a hero. <laughs> One of these days you're going to figure out your own website. I, I hope a fan like makes a list of every website you've said your website actually is. <laughs> what is the real? It's um, droppingthegloves.com. No. <laughs> no. I think that is. Sometimes I, you're like droppingthegloves.com, johnscott.com, johnscottgloves.com. So johnscott.com is actually some realtor in some city in some state. I don't know where he's located, but that guy hit the jackpot. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Like, <laughs> talked to, like, free advertising out the yin-yang out of this podcast. That guy must be just selling houses left and right. <laughs> Speaking of selling selling houses, I have been demoing my house. Did we talk about it last week when I went and bought hammers and nails? No. No, you've mentioned that you're you're sprucing it up for sale, but that's, that's as far as we got. Listen, I'm I'm a mover and shaker. That's the house I'm selling. I've already purchased a new house. Mind you, it's a dump and we're we're redoing it. So I've I've gone full HDTV demo. Demo mode, John. Where like Chip and Joanne? Chip and Joanna Gaines. It's John and Danielle yeah. Scott. <laughs> so I was all geeked out about the demo process. So I went to the hardware store. And I asked a guy, I feel like we've talked about this before last week. No. No? If I repeat myself, I'm sorry. Your other podcast. <laughs> no, I, I probably just, I like talking about it. So I go, I go to Ace Hardware, local hardware store here in Traverse City. And I, I go to the guy working in the hardware department. I said, I need a sledgehammer. And he's like, for what? And I said, I'm demoing the house, knocking down some walls. I need the biggest sledgehammer you got. Give me like an eight, nine pound sledgehammer, which is a heavy sledge. <laughs> and he looks at me and says, we don't even sell those. Whoa. You are an idiot. <laughs> Here is a three and a half pound sledgehammer. And that's what everybody uses. So I went there with this this idea of getting a massive sledgehammer <laughs> and just like bashing cupboards and walls and countertops and just like destroying everything. And demo is a lot more like just precise than it is more just swinging a hammer around. Not as fun. It's not as fun. And... I think I went in there too much guns blazing where I went at it without a strategy and I just started ripping things out and I didn't think things through. So the first thing to go was the dishwasher 
and I pull it, pull it, pull it. It's not coming. So I'm like, all right, like, whatever. <laughs> pull it out of the wall. Water flying everywhere. <laughs> like squirting everywhere. I'm like, oh, water line. I yell at my daughter. I'm like, go to the car. Get some tape. She brings home some, bring, brings over some hockey tape. I cinched a line, tape it up. The next thing I needed to take out was the fridge. And the fridge was in this, like, encasement. So I, like, taking out all the wood. And the fridge is not coming out. I unplugged it. I'm like, what is holding this thing in? And, like, the back Freon line was connected to a piece of wood or something. So I ripped the fridge out and all of a sudden I hear <laughs> like gas escaping from the fridge. And I'm like inhaling this gas and I don't know if it's safe. And so I'm trying to Google and open doors and figure out if I'm going to pass out or die. I'd never got an answer off of my phone because the service wasn't too strong. So I just aired it out for a little bit That's then went so right funny. back into the the fire zone. This so, is like an infomercial of what not to do. <laughs> oh, for sure. Like yeah. it definitely. But I was like, let's let's demo this kitchen. And then the next thing was the stove. And so I'm again ripping this stove out. I can't see where it plugs in because it's behind the cabinet. And I'm like yanking on this stove. And it's an older stove. And I'm like, finally, my cooler heads prevailed. And like, you should probably look where this electric cord is plugged in. And it is a big electric cord. I'm not an electrician, but I'm sure it's like... So different... I just cut it with some scissors. No, and, and I'm like, <laughs> let's... Like, then I turn the electric panel off because it wasn't off at that point. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, turn it off. And it's like hardwired into the like electric box or whatever it is. So I have to like unscrew with a screw and undo the wires. I haven't done that yet because I didn't have the right tools for that. I just went in with like... <laughs> Just a, a little sledge, sledge a crowbar, <laughs> and another hammer. And I was just, like, knocking stuff down. Knocking doors and cabinets. And uh, it was pretty fun. But it wasn't as fun as they make it look on TV. So you were one for three with appliances. Two for three. <laughs> okay. Two. I, I feel like the fridge and the dishwasher, they had their hiccups. But they're out of the house now. Oh. I want to yeah. go back to they asked you what you're doing with the sledgehammer. Is yeah, that, like, like what are you using this tool for? <laughs> I'm like, just sell me the sledgehammer, buddy. Don't worry about it. You have to like fill out a form. (laughs) (laughs) Beat it. You have any ether? Or no? What is it? What that? Is it the ether that they? That's what they use Uh, when they knock people up. Chlorophyll. Chlorophyll. (laughs) It's chlorophyll. Second, second row, aisle six. Chloroform. Chlorophyll is in plants, right? Remember that? um, What movie is that? Uh, Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. When Ace Ventura runs up behind that guy on the track and he's in the tutu. And he tries to catch up with them, and he can't do it. And finally, he grabs the rag and like chokes him out, checks his <laughs> ring, and moves on. The I, diamond was still in the ring. I think you need to uh, chill out on renoing your house then, because HGTV might be like looking to make a new show following John Scott remodeling his house. The Scotts. Imagine that. What a dream. That'd be pretty sick. I did. I, I'm a big HGTV guy. I, I love watching that channel. I looked into, because when we were looking for a house, I was like, well, let's see if we can get the Property Brothers involved or get someone else, like a cottage, because we, we were looking for a cottage. But they don't film in this area. They film like on the West Coast, on the East Coast, and the South. They don't come near the Midwest. That one lady does a show in Minneapolis. Um, she like buys an old home, and they go in every room, and they rehab it, and that's like the whole season. Hmm. But there's nothing in this area. People always say me and my brother look like the Property Brothers. I see it. Anyways. You know I mean? It's just like. <laughs> oh, yeah? That's really great. Sam. Everyone good tells me you. how handsome I am all the yeah. time. That's why I sent you the picture. Why don't you tell me how good I looked in the suit and you just <laughs> ran with me getting married to my best friend? Because it's such a weird picture and. It's not weird. 
it was just funny because it was so randomly sent to us. We're like, well, you were texting me while those pictures were being taken, so I just sent it along. <laughs> so the rule is anytime we're taking a picture when someone texts, we have to show that person the picture. The, the last picture you took, yeah. My That's the new rule. Okay. Yeah. That's the new rule. No matter what okay. kind of picture it is, you have to forward that picture <laughs> to the person sending. That's your that's your rationale. Tim Steeman. <laughs> I'll be quiet. Do you huh? know what the Property Brothers' names are? Yeah. What is it? Mark and Nick. It's Jonathan Scott and yeah. Drew Scott. Whoa! I met them actually Wait, one really? day at a one night at a Hollywood party. So I really think you could do like there's there's enough cool properties in the area here. We could start a show. Flipping houses with uh, with John Scott. What's a picture TV show? We'll film it. I'm not doing that. that like a lot <laughs> Too of much work. work. He's like the second. It seems like a lot. We, we got to film it. I'm out. <laughs> think, about, think about the money you can make. No, I don't. It's not about the money. No. <laughs> back spoken, to the, spoken like a true professional athlete. <laughs> back to the I don't demo. Need money. So the carpet is where we've hit. We hit a screeching halt on the demo. I ripped up the first layer of carpet. Came up like nothing underneath a second layer of carpet. <laughs> That it had been, looks like it's been baked on there for <laughs> 40 years. And I took up the first layer of that carpet and the whole under padding is just like stuck to the wood. And I don't know how to get it up. So I'm just at a uh, loss. I need to get like some kind of scraper or tool to remove that under padding because it is just, it's, it's, I don't know how to get rid of it. Removing carpet is a nightmare. I I've, did it off my stairs and it was just like, oh. It's just uh, people are like, why would you lay a carpet on another carpet when you're doing? <laughs> well, because you don't want to remove the first carpet. <laughs> it drove me nuts. I'm like, man, this is going really well. And I look underneath, there's another carpet. I was hoping for like an HGTV moment where it's like, oh my gosh, there's fifty thousand dollar worth of hardwood under here. No way. But no, it's like a disgusting, <laughs> piss stained carpet underneath that. I'm like on my hands and knees trying to pry up. I'm probably getting hepatitis every inch of the way. Because I'm not using gloves. I don't got time for that. And you safety dropped them, goggles? You? Drop oh, okay. the gloves? Okay. What? You dropped the gloves. Oh, Tim. <laughs> Back to Boston. That's like, worse than listen, the Jenga joke I had two weeks ago. don't talk about hockey, I don't know what to say. He's trying too hard. I'm sorry, everybody. It's getting embarrassing. Yeah, I'll see myself out. <laughs> yes. It's just getting embarrassing for you right now. Sam, I think, I think you're in. <laughs> yes. So anyways, that was the demo. Another thing that happened to me, I went camping with the family this past weekend. We had never done a camping trip, so it was our first time taking all five girls. We got two tents, and our church does like a little family retreat where you go and you set up camp. There's a big field behind the church, and they do meals, and they do kind of like talks you go and listen to to just try to, you know, Make your family better. Make your life better. Try to make you a better person. Stuff like that. It was a great weekend for everything but the camping part. So <laughs> it was insanely hot the first day. It was 95 degrees when I was setting the tent up at 4 in the afternoon. At 11 p.m. when we crawled into bed, it was 91 degrees. Nope. And I was getting text messages from John saying, are you getting hit with these insane thunderstorms yet? Because <laughs> we were about a half an hour from from uh, Traverse City. And I was like, no. So I unzipped the tent and on the horizon, I could just see massive amounts of thunder and lightning heading our way. And I'm like, 
panicking. What do I do? I put these tents in. I don't know how solid they're in. I'm not like an outdoorsy guy. One tent was mine. The other tent was somebody else's, so I wasn't familiar with it. Are these tents going to withstand these winds and storms and rains? Because I was in a tent with one daughter, and my wife was in a tent with four other daughters. So I'm like, imagine her tent just goes like (laughs) belly up, and I'm just sitting here in this other tent. So I like went and got my car and parked it. So the wind kind of gave us a little protection. And we made it through the first night without much. Oh, you stayed. We made it. Oh, we I would have been like, oh, it looks like we're going back home to the AC. There Bye. was a moment where I was like, should we pack up? It's almost midnight. Drive a half an hour home and then sleep at home. But it's like it's 1230. By the time we get home, it's 1 a.m. Is it worth it? What if I'm just being a little over dramatic? Anyways, we survived. The tents were fine. The next morning we wake up. A great day. One o'clock rolls around. Nobody slept that night, by the way, because first time in a tent, the kids are all jacked up. There was no sleep. They probably got two hours of sleep. So I take the kids home for a nap, the the youngest and the twins, so the one-year-old and two three-year-olds. When I'm gone, two and a half hours elapsed. A massive storm cell cruises through the campground, unleashes, I say, eight inches of rain in an hour and a half, 50 to 60-mile-an-hour winds, and the tent is gone. My wife and my two older daughters are sleeping in the tent. My oldest daughter gets so scared. My wife's like, is there a tornado coming through? My wife says, run to the school. My oldest daughter, it's so hot, is in her underwear. She sprints from the tent to the school, not really thinking about what's going on around her. All the other kids who were there were playing a game of soccer in the storm. And so my oldest daughter, who's seven, is sprinting across this field in her little tidy whities stops and sees everyone playing soccer. And she's like, uh, and like just keeps booking it to the school because, I don't know, I guess the kids were playing soccer in the storm. I come back. The tent is completely flooded. All the stakes are gone. The poles are gone all over the place. Like the tent is collapsed. The tent that I own is in perfect condition. <laughs> so they slept in the tent that got just destroyed. I came back. It was a complete disaster. And I had to clean up the tent. We went home that and night. Then you went home. Then right? we went yeah. home. It was just like, I left for two and a half hours and like the thing, the place falls apart. So over the course of the weekend, how much sleep did you get? How many hours would you say? Well, when we went home, I got a decent sleep, but that one night I probably got one hour, two hours. I'm a gamer. I don't need sleep. Am I kidding gamer. me? I'm like a robot. Oh. I don't care. So you're not up all night playing Call of Duty at home? I've honestly never played Call of Duty in my life. It's probably a good thing. Not a gamer at all. The last game I played on a game console was in college, I'm guessing. Mario Maybe Kart. in the NHL. Actually, actually, when teams go into playoffs, because you spend a lot of times, like when we were in Chicago, we went to Vancouver. We would go to Vancouver for like four or five days because of the big travel, all the time changes stuff. They would give us a little more time between games. So you would go there for games one and two, and you would be there for like five days. For downtime, they don't want the guys going out and partying and stuff. So they rent out the whole top floor of the hotel, which is usually just like conference rooms. And in one room, they'll have like um, the masseuse set up in there. In another room, they'll have like food 24-7. And then in another big conference room, they set up like four big TVs and couches all around them, and they have video games. So like they'll have an Xbox, a PlayStation, 
and different games going. And then uh, tables in the middles, they'll throw uh, decks of cards and stuff. So the guys will just stay in those rooms. So that's the last time I played that's awesome. video games. And I think it was Mario Kart. Who was like the and biggest I, gamer on the team? Um, in Chicago, it was Kaner was actually the gamer. He played all the time. And um, you remember a name Jack Skilly? Yeah. Yeah, he was good at video games too. But no, we would finish up a game. We'd go there and just play video games until like, Two in the morning. Okay. I, I got to call something out. You've never played yourself in a video game? I've never. That once. would be the first thing I did when that came out. I'd be like, uh, yep, going to go play as myself I real quick. Center. I honestly did not. I have all the video games. I've just never played them. I have the. I have your season. I'll bring it into the office next time. I've never played it. I'm sure my rating is terrible. Probably. We can, we can fix that. We can fix that. <laughs> There's codes for that. A, B, A, B, C, up, down, left, right. <laughs> Wasn't no, there... Wasn't there some big issues with Winnipeg with Patrick Lightning playing too much Fortnite this year when, mm-hmm. he, when he was having like that huge drought? Yeah. And they were like, we got to get him off. And people were like checking like his uh, gamer profile and it was like massive amounts of hours. Oh, really? And so they were like, oh, he's just not sleeping. Playing an NHL game as a, a first liner and then not sleeping that night. That's cool. I didn't know you could check the uh, user, user level or yeah. amount. That's cool. And they, they banned video games from that team, I think, last year. Vancouver had theirs banned. What? I know that. Yeah. It's a problem. Fortnite, the kids, like all the young kids in the league right now, they're 18, 19, 20. They grew up on this stuff. It's so sad. Ugh. It's like, I'm going to make the NHL. I'm going to be so cool. And then I'm going to play video games till 3 in the morning. <laughs> wah, wah. It's a problem in all sports. Baseball, too. It's so, so lame. So incredibly lame. Kids That's what games. I dreamed about when I was a kid. I'm going to make the NHL so I can play video games. <laughs> That's what I always dreamed about. That was it. Yeah. No thanks. Kids are, it's just like sad. It's No one knows how to f- have fun anymore. No fun, please. Well, you're not allowed to. No, these kids don't know how to have fun. They don't know how to interact with anybody because they spend all day in their phones. All tindering their each is other. Like posting and tindering each other. <laughs> Whatever. Like, Tim, you're young. I try to be. It's just like crazy. No one knows how to have a conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Drives me nuts. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. No thanks. Uh, uh, Give me 1960s over 2019 any day of the week. And I never even lived in the 60s. (laughs) You heard it here first. (laughs) Heard it here first. John Scott dropping the gloves. John Scott. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> I can actually give you a uh, army story on that uh, that somewhat oh, relates. Okay. But that's, uh, uh, army session would say. Can we get a soundboard? Like this is an army. So we had in the army. You have to do a PT test where you you do a two mile run, a minute or two minutes of push ups, two minutes of sit ups, and it's just uh, the most amount of reps and like the shortest amount of time on your run. And so. These kids were, we were getting brand new privates in the army. They'd just get out of basic training and kids were snapping their pelvis doing sit-ups. And the doctors were saying that kids now are just not like going out and falling out of trees and playing tackle football in the yard. And so their bone structure is just genetically weaker than they were even five, ten years ago. I wish you could see the look on John's face right now. (laughs) It's just, it's honestly disappointment in our society. Doesn't it feel like society is crumb? Like, it's just, how is the United States, we, we touched on this last week when we were talking, how is the United States going to sustain itself? I can't wait to see, oh like, the kind of boys that end up dating your daughters that you have to just, like, nope, never, <laughs> not, not going to happen. Don't come back again. <laughs> yep. Beat it, loser. 
Like, I'm sure that's going to happen at least a dozen times. <laughs> just inside the doorway, like a bench press set up with yeah. like 135 on it. Give me reps. Go. <laughs> just yeah. at least be able to lift 135. Have that's you thought all. about that? Like, what kind of dad you're going to be when they start dating? No. Are you going to be like, are you going to be cleaning your rifle in the kitchen? No, I would not be cleaning my rifle, but I will be a very observant hands-on. Yeah. Like, I'm not just going to be like, oh, yeah, go have fun. No, that will <laughs> never happen. I will make sure. And I'm going to be old school where if some kid comes to pick up my daughter and just, like, text her and she just runs out the door. Sorry, buddy. Beat it. Yep. Not you're, tonight. You're done. Come to the front door. Talk to me. Ask for my daughter. You're not getting, like... No. Wait, for a date, he, they have to go through you first? No, come to the front oh, door. when you're picking your Yes. Own. Okay, good. I thought you were saying like... So I can talk to you and get, you know... Yeah, that's good. Make sure you're not a serial killer. Check out the cut of your jib. Is that the saying? <laughs> it used to be. It used to be. It is now. Bringing it back. Yeah, because... Like oh, man, I'm not looking forward to that. It's going to be a trip, that's for sure. Do you guys... Tim, do you still do that on dates? Do what? Go ask their father first. No, because most <laughs> people my age aren't living with their parents. I've seen the, the girls, girls I date, date aren't. <laughs> sure. Well, they probably all have kids of their own. Uh-oh. The girls you well, date. Well, Tim's married now, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> we always give Tim a hard time about his dating scene because in Traverse City, there's not really... I find... This is the way I look at it. Once you hit a certain age... Like, how old are you, Tim? 28. So, the amount of quality... Your age range now is 22 to 35, no. roughly. 22 to 28. I don't want to date anyone older than me. 22, 22 to 28. 29, maybe. 22 to 29. Yeah. So the amount of women that are quality dating material in that range that are already not taken. Yeah, they're all swiped up. But... Is pretty small. Yes, it is. The only ones that are available, I would think, are divorced. Can I offer a counter argument to that, though? No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay, it for this week's. <laughs> There's also a low quality or low quantity of quality dudes in that age range, too, which works in my favor. That's true. And that's what everyone always gave me a hard time about Michigan Tech was, the, oh, you're going to Michigan Tech. There's no women. The ratio is seven to one guys to girls. That's true. Take those seven guys. Five <laughs> are engineering book nerds and i hate to say that because i'm a nerd myself but they were more into the school so you never see them and of those two guys six foot eight pretty handsome dudes i look at too bad so six foot eight humble as heck yeah <laughs> but no and it's just yeah like you said of all the guys here like you're probably top 70 percent congrats bud yeah, I do okay. Oh gosh! <laughs> uh, at, so at twenty eight, do you just have to accept that you're going to be a stepdad? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? That's what's starting to happen with my buddies and stuff. They're dating like girls in their early thirties, and they they all have kids. Man, I don't know. That'll never happen. I'd, I'd rather be single. Then, so if you met a woman who was checked all the boxes, you went out with her. She was great, beautiful, smart, religious. Sounds great. And then you found out she had a little baby girl, three years old, but her husband had passed away. Oh. Didn't get a divorce. Her husband passed away something. Something. Go. Yeah. What would you do? Would you say, sorry, honey? I don't, I don't, too much baggage. Wow. (laughs) I am in the hot spot right now. Already too long of a delay. 
No, you don't turn that away. Send Everything your emails else. to Tim at <laughs> webcanopystudio.com. Can we plug your Tinder? People can find don't you. Don't have Tinder mm. uh, anymore. <laughs> what would you do? Traverse City is a small town. That's the problem. No, I, I don't think I would. I would send it away. Oh, Just look! I don't think I would send it away. <laughs> uh, her away? Yeah, she's a person. Tim, send that relationship. <laughs> the kid is potential. an it to Tim. <laughs> <laughs> send it in here. Let me meet it. <laughs> Unacceptable. She sounds great. Do you know anybody? <laughs> I do. John, I've known you for six months. You haven't tried to set me up with anyone yet. It's actually funny. My wife and I think you should be a priest. Yeah. Heard it here first. Can I tell you something? That's the yeah. third time in three weeks I've heard that hey. from someone. It's, it's Don't sign. dismiss it. It might be a sign. Nah. When we, we're going to Chicago this week for the convention. Tim, one of the interns, myself, and my family, we're going to go to dinner with one of the priests in town. Uh, Father Mano or Mano? I don't know how he pronounces. Big update: his last name. No interns. Just, probably just going to be me. Oh, solo mission. Yep. Ouch. Well, you're going to be hanging out with me, my man. So, me and Kaner and Taze are hitting the bars. And so Tim has this infatuation <laughs> with Kaner and Taze, and I and I always break it to him. I said these guys aren't that fun. <laughs> like everyone has this idea that oh, he's good at hockey. They must be cool to hang out with. No. <laughs> no, not really. Like, they're nice. Not super fun. Like, if I was going to pick someone to go hang out with. Is there a correlation to skill level to party ability? I think there is. Yeah? Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> For the most part, there are some outliers, obviously. But I think the more you <laughs> score and the better you are, the less you party, I would imagine. Because you want to stay good You want to stay hockey. good. Yeah. We, we need an infographic for the Twitter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll we'll put up a... The skill to party level. Yeah. The chart. The ratio. But I just think those guys are used to having people just like fawn over them and kiss their feet. They don't really have to develop a personality. Mm. So that's why you see tough guys work in TV. They're the ones who, you know, do work in hockey a long time just because we don't have, we can't skate by on our just talent alone. We got to have other skills. So sorry, Tim, you can go out with them, but it'll be a very quiet night. Mm, I don't think so. I, I think we'll, I think we'll hit it off and we'll just. I'm we'll hit the Tim's town so hard. charismatic. It's yeah. just gonna they got the keys bow. to the city. Do they? I'd like to think so. They haven't made the playoffs in two years. <laughs> they brought three championships. Keys though. have been revoked. So what, what, what's the plan for the convention? What are you doing there? We are interviewing four players. Ooh, are we ready to release that? Yeah, we got Bickle again from Demand. Popular Demand. Bickle's back. Yep. Repeat guests. Repeat guests. First one. We have Zach Smith. Their new guy, they did they trade Anisimov for him? Is that the yes. one from, from Ottawa? Yes, so they traded Artyom Anisimov for Zach Smith. We got him. What's, w- his, what's his story? What's his game? He is. He just signed a big contract, and he kind of didn't do anything the last couple of years. So the, he's been a – con- it was a contract swap between yeah. Ottawa and Chicago. Hopefully, better pick, better pick that guy up. Yeah, well, it was like change of scenery. Hopefully they can turn it around. He's a good player, grinder. But he's one of those guys who, during his contract year, he scored a bunch of points. Then he just kind of, not much since. We're going to have Hall of Famer, Tony Esposito. Whoa. Michigan Tech grad. Is he? Yes. So you're not the best player to come out of that school. The best um, non-goalie. Okay. (laughs) And also another Hall of Famer, Doug Gilmore. Ever heard of him? Never heard of him. Pretty good. (laughs) We'll have to look up some questions. What I want to do with Doug is... (laughs) I want I to mess with them a little idea. bit. Yeah. So I want to go in there and pretend like I'm interviewing Chris Jellios and Doug comes in and I'm like, who is this? 
and then they're like, it's Doug Gilmore. We told you. And I'm like, I have no idea who this yeah. guy is. Whose cousin are you? Yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you working with the staff? Are you coach? And then he'll say, no, I played for the Leafs, Hall of Famer, scored over 1,000 <laughs> points. And I know who he is. And we'll just kind of mess with him. That'll be funny. Have you yeah. have you met him before? Yeah. Okay. But I'll just mess with him. Right. <laughs> I'll just I'll pretend like I forgot him. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be a good time. If it doesn't work, we'll just Larry will cut it like he does all my other <laughs> all my other racist stuff. <laughs> I'll just call him some racist name and we'll just like, cut it. Sometimes you, I gotta have the producer hat. Yeah. On. Have you met Tony Esposito before? I have. I have a few nice. times. Nice guy. Very fun. So it'll be interesting. He's an older gent, so we'll have to keep it classy. Like we always do, and we'll have some fun with it. Cool. Bickle's the only one I'm worried about because he's not very talkative. He's not the brightest bulb in the uh, in the kitchen. You had some good stories the last time around, though. Last but year. what do we talk about now? We've already you, we, they used the stories up. I think you're worried. They're about all it. used up, and he's not a guy who's just going to grab a hold of the conversation and run with it like Cam Jansen did. Cam, <laughs> I was like, Cam, stop talking. You couldn't get a word in. Oh my word! I was like, Cam, stop it, stop it. But we yeah, should Brian. think of some games. You could play games with them or something. We'll have to do something. We'll do some trivia, maybe. Yeah, I, know, trivia. I, I, I would ask, Brian, what was it like playing for the 67? It was good. <laughs> and that was it. I'm like, oh, elaborate a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> really good. Great guy. Great guy. Just not a talker. So we'll have to, we'll stretch 30 minutes out of him. <laughs> but anyways. Minutes, wow. So uh, Larry, is there anything in the, in the news? We're, we're, we're starting something new because Larry's, Larry is a, a young ish hip guy tim am i younger than you maybe by like a month october 90 i'm january 91 so yeah. larry is younger and hipper than tim and we're gonna start a new segment we'll do what's in the news with the young hip kids with yeah larry? so i got twitter pulled up here there's a couple hot headlines going and on twitter is a social media device yeah. that people share stuff on apparently yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay get on it it's great my um, Twitter feed is johnscott.com. <laughs> Check it out. So Tim, this, what's my Twitter again? Hashtag dropping the gloves. Dropping the gloves. No, what's his actual Twitter? I don't remember. <laughs> his actual Twitter is johnscott underscore 32. Underscore 32. Give us a file. Okay, so here's a cool one. A package of Nickelodeon slime is headed to space. What do we think of that? First of all, do you know what Nickelodeon slime I is? I do know what Nickelodeon slime is because that's an older thing. Me and Sam know Nick. Because Sam, how old are you? I'm 32. So Sam, gosh, I'm the oldest guy in here. Whoa. You're old, man. Crazy. So they used to use the slime on the uh, award shows. Yeah. So I, I know that. that. I remember. But why are they putting it in space? What's the point? So do you know what SpaceX is? Is that um, Tesla, Tesla's um, thing? Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Why? The upcoming SpaceX Dragon launch will include 5,000 pounds of supplies for the astronauts aboard ISS, including a package of Nickelodeon slime. Why? <laughs> I think it's so people read about it on podcasts. For, <laughs> for any, uh, any research purposes. I think it's just a fun thing to do. For the astronauts to play with? It's yeah. so stupid. <laughs> it, if it doesn't serve a purpose, there's no point in putting it up there. I don't understand. There's so many other things you could put in that little can because you're so much smarter than the astrophysicists that no but sometimes they just try to be too cute Let's i put think it's literally in. just to get hype around the the launch it's nickelodeon like, whoa pay and did you know that there's slime in there bucks. too the nickelodeon slime hasn't been relevant for like 15 years now yeah it but is. it's Fact. like a meme it's thankfully just my like, tax dollars are going to right blasting nickelodeon slime it's not in space. it's That's not SpaceX. tax dollars it's, Sam. it's, it's going entity. to the iss then it's definitely 
getting funded by somebody. What's the ISS stand for? International Space Station? Station? Nailed it. Whoa. Canada Arm. So smart. Michigan Tech just sent up um, a satellite, my alma mater. No big deal. That's Whatever. pretty cool. It's very cool. Michigan Tech, check it out. Larry, what else is in the news? Up next, we have Facebook to pay $5 billion in settlement over privacy concerns. What does that mean? So I think it opens up a bigger conversation of like, do you guys use Facebook? Like, do you guys trust like what they're doing with your data and everything? I do not use Facebook. No. Congrats. I I recently deleted it as well. I was one of the first people on Facebook when they were releasing schools at Michigan Tech was one of the like. Oh, really? So I remember going on and it's like blown up since then. Back when it was called the Facebook? Yeah. It was called the Facebook. Lose the the. It's cleaner. What? It's a line from the social network, the movie that's about. I haven't seen that. I've heard Never mind. <laughs> you, if you use the, it's cleaner. It's like the biggest line that was in all the commercials for that movie. Justin Timberlake plays the guy from Napster, and he's like, lose the the. It's cleaner. I don't understand that. Because it was called the Facebook, and then they changed it to Facebook. And but they, why would it be cleaner? It like, Fewer words. Yeah. It's a marketing thing, John. You wouldn't get it. I do understand it. My website's so long, I forget the name of it all the time. (laughs) Droppingthegloves.com. No, but the other one, (laughs) my actual website, is just so insanely long. JohnScottAllStar.com. Worst website name ever. (laughs) John Scott's taken. I pushed John Scott was taken. I wanted to do Big John, Big John Scott, something like that. A lot of pushback because of the, the other angle. There's a lot of stuff that goes on with BigJohn.com. Don't <laughs> Google it. Okay, Larry, what else is in the news? Absolutely. Let's take a look. He's scrolling. Uh, these all are kind of, it's like a dud day, honestly. I thought there'd be a lot more. It's all like President Trump and Mueller report. Like, Wasn't there something happening in Sweden? Oh, okay. So this one's not like on here, but are you guys aware of like the ASAP Rocky thing? Couldn't you just pretend that it was on there? <laughs> oh wait here it is yeah <laughs> so who's asap rocky he's a he's a rap artist and he got into a fight overseas even though he, like there's video of it and like he was being attacked and he fought back and he's locked up in jail like in like the worst conditions in sweden and he's not like being released at all why was he being attacked um, there's like a crazy drunk dude who was like harassing him, and then they like fought back when they kept messing with him. Basically. I'm on ASAP Rocky's side. I don't know who he is, but I'm on his side. If someone's making fun of you and attacking you, feel free to defend yourself. Right. USA. That's what most USA. people think. <laughs> but yeah. he's still stuck in Sweden. On that vein, these rappers these days, <laughs> they get in these beefs, and they're super tough. But then when it all boils down to it, I've seen some videos of them fighting and they don't know how to throw a punch at all. It's embarrassing, especially, okay, basketball players too. When you see a basketball fight, never once do you see the punch come right down the pipe. It's a rainbow arcing haymaker that never finds its mark. The guy's eyes is not on a prize. His feet are not set and is not using his hips at all. It is so frustrating to watch these guys fight because they weigh 300 pounds and they're six foot ten, six foot eleven. If they were to learn how to punch and transfer their energy, it would be devastating. But they come in, they're pushing, and they start their punch from their pocket, 
and they go windmill style over the top <laughs> and try to like bonk you on the top of the head. <laughs> and it's like I could have punched you three times in that time, right down the pipe, and you'd be laying on the on the ground. They should hire you to, to treat them, teach them how. Oh, it's so frustrating. And then it's all over Sports Center, like the melee and uh, what was the palace? It's like, oh, my gosh, like just go watch a hockey game. It's it's always like head down, flailing. It's just like little two little kids slap biting. It's just embarrassing. And I know it's like whatever. They shouldn't know how to do that. But like everyone's just up in arms. How great all the baseball brawls. Yeah. Let's clear the benches and like maybe someone gets thrown to the ground. It's just just like a mosh pit. Usually. Oh, the football guys are punching each other in the helmet. Oh my gosh! And then they're like, they're, they think they're so tough. Eighty percent of hockey players could just work any basketball player. It's just so sad. Well, not eighty percent anymore. Maybe like thirty percent. Back in your day, though, uh, it is true. Fifteen years ago, yeah, whatever. Even the skill guys back in the day could handle themselves. Anyways, where are we at, Larry? Any more? I got two more. Um, this one's just kind of funny. It's in the news with Larry. <laughs> we need Stinger a soundboard. We do. <laughs> okay. Rapper Young Dro has been arrested for throwing banana pudding at girlfriend. What? Is this a real story? <laughs> it's a real story. <laughs> He's onion. been arrested. They got in a fight and he threw banana pudding at his girlfriend. There's a lot of layers to this. <laughs> why, why is that an arrest worthy offense? Well, it's assault. Was it a chunky banana pudding? Uh, does not tell me consistency. Who is where? What? Okay, let's try to play guess the state this is from. Oof. Do you know the state where it's from? You guys guess, and I'll find it out by the time. I okay. Go ahead, Tim. Yeah, Florida. I, I got a state. I, I was gonna state. guess Florida. Florida, Alabama. I everyone go around guess a state. I'm gonna say Florida. I will say Georgia. Oh. Mm. It's definitely the South. Um, I'm going to guess Atlanta. I guess Georgia. Atlanta's not a <laughs> state. A state. <laughs> I, I'm new. I, I was an artilleryman. I'm new to the podcast. I, I was an artilleryman. We're not the smartest guys. Uh, I'm just going to cut you off because... Uh, is it like California? It was Atlanta, but it was also Georgia. I knew it was so Atlanta. Like, I don't want to make you prize, pick something Larry? different. The prize is the podcast is now named after you. Young Dro. What's his real name? Does it say his real name? Real name, Kenneth. <laughs> Surprisingly <laughs> enough. Kenneth Dro. Young Dro. Kid's yeah. probably 5'11", 160 pounds. Ugh. I don't have a real name. It might have legally changed it. No, he did not. It costs like 35 bucks to do that. There's no <laughs> chance Young Joe has that kind of money lying around. He's throwing banana pudding. What's the other big story, Larry? Oh, the other one is uh, the new Mr. Rogers video. Have you guys seen this? Hold on. Wait a minute. His name is Dewan Montrell Hart, better known by his stage name, Young Joe. I'd go by Young Dro too. He's forty years old. <laughs> you can't be forty years old throwing banana. Holy <laughs> moly! At what point do you stop tra- calling yourself Young? Whatever. If you're, yeah, is he officially old Dro? Oh yeah. my word! <laughs> He's After just thirty. Just banana become... pudding attack, Young Dro. <laughs> <laughs> He's captivated. Oh, did he play that? Was he that song? Make him say, "Oh." <laughs> Was that him? This is Young Dro. I'm going to fast forward it. This is good podcast stuff here. 
<laughs> we got a banger on our hands. Ooh. I hate it. I hate it. I hate every minute of it. I despise it. But apparently he's got 30-inch tires. <laughs> Probably on his bicycle. Yeah. 40-inch 40 40 inch tires or 30-inch tires? Young Joe, beat it. Beat it. <laughs> beat it, nerd. Bye. All right. The last story. Young Joe, Montreal, Dewan. Dewan Montreal. <laughs> oh, I'd be scared to see him in an alley. <laughs> banana pudding. Banana he's, puddings. he's got bananas in his guns. <laughs> so you don't want this, buddy. You don't want this. I got some rice pudding in the car. It's going to make you slip out of the Pop field. the trunk, bro. How does that do for your street cred? I know. Oh, he's that guy that threw banana pudding. <laughs> There's Young Joe, bro. Don't mess with him. Get your spoon. So the last thing is uh, people are having hot takes on... What's a hot take? Uh, if Tom Hanks should be Mr. Rogers in the new Mr. Rogers film. What's a hot take? Some people are saying, no, he shouldn't Strong be. opinion. Yeah. Why? We talked about this last week. Who's the I'm next reading Tom headlines. Hanks? I'm not like taking a side. I have seen rave reviews for Tom Hanks playing Mr. Rogers. Who, yeah. would, who would be a better... No, I think it's a great perfect. pick. And you know what? Clint Eastwood. It was on our episode that we had to cut because of unknown reasons. <laughs> oh. But um, we discussed who will ever be able to take Tom Hake's place. Oh, that part was racist. <laughs> <laughs> when you talk about a white guy that long, you got to cut it. <laughs> no, people are such. Let me guess. They want to get a minority to play Mr. <laughs> Rogers because it has to be socially fine. Sure. Equality. <laughs> Lame. He's a good actor. Let him do it. I he's, think he's it's going to be great. Yeah, Clint Eastwood, I'm, I'm telling you. He's too old. Mr. Rogers was old. No, Clint Eastwood's <laughs> like 90 now. I know. I love all his movies. He's great. I honestly love all his movies. John Wayne. I like his movies better. The oh. westerns. Like the spaghetti westerns? I've never seen a John Wayne movie in my life. I really? doubt that. Why would I lie about that? My dad watches them every Sunday. Really? I swear. I could not... Name one movie John Wayne has I been in. I also doubt that. I, don't <laughs> I can't name one. You did grow up in Canada. I kind of get it. The Quick and the Dead? Nope. Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Um, Blazing Saddles. That's oh, a comedy. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that one. Um, True Grit. Brokeback Mountain. Oh, come on. Is that him? No. Well, that's one right it. up your alley. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, people say I look like Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> you just said you looked like the Property Brothers <laughs> I look guy. Like a what lot is of good it? looking dudes. <laughs> what is it? Pick a pick a guy and Three run with us. it. He's just a, a genuinely handsome guy. I got my big thing was everyone thought I looked like Mr. Bean. <laughs> you kind of did. I know Rowan Atkinson, and I at first I didn't really care for it, but then I was like, whatever. And that wraps it up here at Web Canopy Studios. This is John, 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 <laughs> signing off, off, off with dropping the gloves, gloves. If I were to grade everyone's performances today, Larry, on a scale from one to seven, you would get a five. A nice round number, seven there. Sam, I was going to give you a six. Now you will get a five. <laughs> Tim, not a good day. Three. <laughs> I would give it. myself a six. <laughs> Always room for improvement. Tim just spilled <laughs> his water everywhere. on the table. Uh. He's having a hard time I'll coming back from vacation. I'll take a five all day long. Though. It's been a long day. <laughs> this is my staff. They're happy with a five. <laughs> happy with a five. Not a good sign. Always strive for greatness, boys.
Always strive for greatness. That's why you guys will never be successful like me. <laughs> we are successful. You're the only success you have is that you're in the same room with me. Larry and I host a great hockey podcast every Thursday. <laughs> we have, we have special guests sometimes. What's that called? Dropping the gloves. It's called Nine <laughs> Wiener Schnitzel. Heil. That's what Tim's called because he likes the Nazis. <laughs> See you next week, everybody. 